out there know everybody. This is Chris Mad Dog Russo, and you're listening to Call Now. <laughs> Say something funny, Mike. Call now. Call now. Call now. Call now. Call or log on now. Call now. Call right now. Call in the next 18 minutes. Call in the next 16 minutes. Call in the next 7 minutes. Call or log on now. Hello and welcome to Call Now, where we plunge headfirst into the surreal world of infomercial. And while we can't offer you free shipping, we can guarantee that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are definitely those of this network. Thank you, Tim. My name is Dan Sturdivant. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host on this three-man we've known as Call Now, Mark Pedrotti. Hello, Mark. Ciao. Ciao, Bella. And also, Paisan number two. He's a big, good-looking Paisan. Dave Sandrini. Dave, welcome, my friend. Oh, it's a Gabagool. It's a Gabagool. Oh, Maro, he's a dying special. We're talking about the Popeil Automatic Pasta Maker. The Popeil Automatic Pasta Maker. It's our first trip down Ron Popeil Lane. It's a half load right in there. I'm very excited. I'm glad that I'm here with two Italians to give proper guidance and context for all the pasta insights that I don't necessarily have. Thank you guys up front. This is one of my favorite tough watch infomercials just because I'm such a Ron Popeil fan. That was awesome. Also, my girl, Nancy Nelson's our first trip with her. Oh my gosh, look at this. She is a legend in the industry. There is a lot here in a condensed infomercial where it's only 22 minutes of viewing time for what's available on YouTube. But there's a lot to get to. There's also a situation with Jan that we're going to have to discuss. We're going to go over and see uh, Jan. But before we get too far into my psyche of how this affected me as a human being, Mark, what is in your mind, heart, and soul from what you've been subjected to and learning everything there is about the Popeil Automatic Pasta Maker? Popeil Automatic Pasta Maker. Yeah, so I'm familiar with Popeil. Obviously, we all are. I'm Italian. Uh, this is this is not this is not an italian way of making food i i I don't think i don't think putting carrot juice in a rigatoni is is that (laughs) italian of a thing uh the recipes are what about having construction equipment in your kitchen is that is that not also traditional um yeah actually you know that is a very italian thing i'm glad you brought that up that was (laughs) something that i was born born with I'm very culturally broad. I understand a lot of people and things. So, very in touch. Yes, you are very in touch, and we, that's what we've always loved about you. Uh, yeah, but Mark, get to get to the problem <laughs> you have with carrot juice pasta. I, you know what the problem is? It's, it's. There's a lot of things going on. Uh, don't get me started on the spicy Cajun pasta. Don't get me started. Don't even get me started. Because that is that's horrible. So this entire product is over over complicating what italian food is it's supposed to be a simplified cheese bread olive oil thing and the beauty of the simplicity it's straightforward it's fresh it's clean right it's yeah this is more it's more expensive than what you're buying pasta for this whole thing is a it's a mess it's a complete (laughs) sham yeah i feel like my grandma would probably be in this crowd at this point uh, wanting to buy one of these things. I know my mom actually did, so. Whoa. I'll defend I'll defend it on first impressions for a second, if if you'll let me. The answer is yes. I think that I agree with Mark, but it's I think for people who've never made pasta. Now none of you have ever made homemade pasta before, am I correct? Buy pasta. Right. So like you're not this isn't 2020. This is 2020. Where people are like stepping out and they like to download recipes and making bread and making pasta is a cool millennial thing to do. Now it's like, oh, remember, you can do this handmade thing, but it's actually really like they're just overcomplicating the hands-on fun part of making pasta. Nothing is ever as simple as it sounds, is it? We're going to make... Into churning it into, mm-hmm. <laughs> into which, you know, a pasta maker is kind of strange looking anyway, but yeah, it's it's all wrong. It's a little wrong here. Did you guys see Crazy Rich Asians? Yes. Do you remember the scene when they're like, as a family, they're like making dumplings and stuff together. Like that's a yeah. thing. That's a cultural thing. And pasta making is a cultural thing. And throw, throwing it through a machine is not. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't see. I didn't see Crazy Rich Asians. But did they have any construction equipment involved in in the dumpling scene? Or <laughs> no. no, they got they got clean audio for their. Film. I think just one jackhammer. <laughs> Can we turn off the machines? They actually tried. 
Now let's turn that on so you can hear me. He had to say that a couple of times. Can we turn those turn off? Turn them off right to the middle. Button right there. Right there. Okay. Now you yeah, can hear he, me. Okay, so he said that a few times, but there is at least six minutes of a 22-minute infomercial where there where there where the grinder is going which there must have been a producer whose sound guy was like hey my friend like we can do it this way there's five going at once i have five other machines operating he goes well why don't you go tell ron pompey that yeah shout out to the audio tech that got any sound of people talking through to tape because it was very distracting and loud and just stunning but i think the oddity of it and one of the things that this shines a light on for me is kind of like the the magic of ron popeil as opposed to a lot of the other inventors and the other pitchmen that we see because ron he's a consummate pitchman and what i love i think most about him is that he doesn't invent things to help fix problems for people. He invents problems that people don't have to fit the products that he's invented. It's incredible. And I think because of that, he deserves all of the health, wealth, and happiness that he's accrued over his incredible career. His most successful products, GLH number nine, great looking hair, the hair in a can. Just spray GLH on and it instantly covers your bald spot. Not necessary. The egg scrambler, (laughs) the battery powered needle to go in and scramble eggs in the shell because he didn't like eggs that weren't fully scrambled the the whites and the yolks but now there's the egg scrambler it scrambles an egg while it's still in the shell the food dehydrator because of his love of beef jerky and the exorbitant cost of beef jerky and his fear of preservatives uh, first of all i didn't like additives and preservatives in my food and a lot of people don't like additives and preservatives in right. their food and i happen to love beef jerky and you know how darn expensive beef jerky is today. showtime rotisserie because everyone like if you're not spinning your meat before you're eating it then why don't we just go back to the stone ages is that set it and forget it yeah 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 right okay Sorry. you just yeah but i like i like where he was going with like mr microphone right right it's like the first karaoke machine mr microphone the cordless microphone that actually puts your voice on the radio like the chopomatic it's like you don't have to use a knife ladies and gentlemen i'm going to show you the greatest kitchen appliance ever made it's called chopomatic pasta maker you can buy it (laughs) and you can also roll it with your goddamn hands unless you're making tons of pasta well i have five children at home two are football players for for the two high school kids that are are football players right one of them cooks anyway they eat pasta every day every day i love that this was presented as just an over like this is a health food wonderful for people like me that don't really cook because a lot of times we eat out at fast food restaurants and what it does is allows us to eat healthy was one of my favorite tones and there's a lot of themes that they, they bring back throughout this, which I know we'll, we'll cover in the, the Ronnie's, especially when we talk about our value propositions. But the detour into this being a healthy option is so great. I know everything that's in here, so it's all natural. It's very helpful. Knowing what we know only minutes after this infomercial was filmed that you shouldn't just eat carbs. <laughs> They're like, no, I, I made it, so I know what's in it, so it must be good. Delicious, nutritious. It's absolutely sensational. And there's space juice in there. And that's, I mean, you know, sure. sure. If I want spinach, not only do I get color, I get a lot of the nutrients from spinach. And I love that that was part of what they thought was really what they had to hammer home. They never said you're going to lose weight. I admire that they didn't cross that line. There's a few things where Ron tiptoes and then walks back, where he talks about the two-minute sauce. He's like, you let this simmer for two through two minutes. And then, like, he caught that. Two or three minutes, two minutes. So Beginning when he's talking about the literally thousands of options of pastas and sauces. Thousands of different varieties of pasta uh, with sauces. That you can make with this. It's like, right, because you you just, you quintupled your money right there if you mix up each of your 12 pastas with any sauce. Yeah, they flirt with so many unrealistic, mm-hmm. undesirable qualities, but it all comes together in a quick 22-minute sprint. And they package it together in a way that, while a little rough around the edges, being a 4 by 3 from, from the mid-90s, but it seems like they, they overcome a lot of those hurdles. But I know that when it comes to how <laughs> this is all put together, there's a little bit of meat on the bone. Am I right, Dave? Yeah, and so I think... 
once you start getting your head in this bar, you have to start asking why religion, greed, money, sex. But why? 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 Yeah, this week was tricky. Um, the first few things I noticed, again, it looks like from our template, very magic bullet-y. Nachos, anybody? And that it's pitchman centric. Outstanding. This guy is clearly a pro pitchman who who, 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 what are you, fucking owl? Was certainly comfortable with an audience. How many people in my audience here today would like to, are going to order one of these machines when it and goes Probably one of the audience, right? Like I'm sure this was filmed probably all of it but it might have been they might have done you know a few takes with just the two hosts up there and then the audience in but i would wager that it's all live audience coaches filmed before a studio audience pitchmen everybody say go yeah oh yeah ron wants that energy yeah. he has that fire 100%. yeah and then the look of it is fine i mean I look okay it's just i think this one was the most pitchman that I've seen so far in one of the infomercials. It's everything is based on Ron's energy. It's a half load right in there. Even Nancy tries to jump in at certain points. And like you guys told me before we started rolling, she's she's a pro. You won't goof it up. She's been in a lot of these things. It looks like Ron doesn't respect her at all. Dump it in. Dump, dump it, it in. in. Right. Dump it in. Don't thing. talk to me. Right. Dump it in. He gives her maybe a line to go. And then he's like, well, let me show you the six other machines. I don't know how I could do this at home with any other machine. The guy is mansplaining the entire time. You can't make any mistakes with it. He's stepping over words. He's talking over the audience. This is a perfect pawn in his game. <laughs> oh, how is that? Good. Is this Nancy to mansplain yeah. a pasta maker to yeah. win? It, it, yeah. She becomes very objectified in the literal sense. Well, I said it was going to take under three minutes. He's like, well, if I just yeah. have a housewife that I can have next to me, this thing is going to sell. And it's like, if I talked to Ron, I would say, Ron, I mean, I think you could just do it yourself. Like, you're, you're great at this. Like, we don't need to just put a lady up there. Or a woman. And I'd, I'm glad that I never said that to Ron because he might have killed me. Yeah. He would have chopped a match your ass in a heartbeat. I created the greatest night. Of the crazy personalities we've seen so far, Ron is the one that seems like he could be hungover in the morning or drunk at night and maybe just punch someone right between the eyes. But I want to deliver one of these right in your suck hole. He's also the richest. Is Dave. he really? He's got to be, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's worth $200 million from wow. what I saw. Legend. I have the money. The money is mine. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. That's why he's the Godfather, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, so as for why, this is clearly all, 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 all Ron. A little clunky and awkward Can we turn from a production standpoint. And the good news for us is we get the great audience bits. Is that amazing, folks? But ultimately, not the best production that we've seen, I think. And I think we all agree there. When you have an audience like this, you don't need great production. You know, that's these people were yeah. were incredible. Was that Mark Twain that said that? Awesome. Yeah. What's the matter, smart ass? You don't fucking Shakespeare. Wait, should we talk about the sound again for one second? We kind of already did. But that's an, Wait, what do you mean? That's an insane decision that happened there. The five makers going at once and everybody trying to talk over. I have five other machines operating over here. I was gonna time it, but I was Oh, oh, the screaming loud construction quality. <laughs> yeah. Forty five yeah. just incredible ear shattering noise. That I, I didn't notice it. Go on. Let's just stick with it. It's gotta be we're all going we're going live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. And my machines are going. I bet that's what Ron's saying. He's like, We're going yeah. live. Do it live. I can I'll write it and we'll do it live. And they're like, wait a minute, we gotta when you do the explanation, let's turn the machines off. And Ron just says, no. Can we turn off the machines? <laughs> and then the sound guy goes, okay, Ron. The director goes, okay, Ron. Okay. You know what I mean? There's one other thing from a production standpoint that I need some help on. And maybe it's not production. It's just content thing. But what is Jan? We're going to go over and see uh, Jan. Did anyone, like, is that Ron's sister? Is that his ex-wife and that's part of the settlement that she gets eight seconds in every infomercial? What is Jan? Why was she there? And Jan's going to tell us a lot more about what you can She's do. She's in another room, with our, right? Uh, yeah, he throws, it, he throws it to her on the corner of the set 
with like the bad Christmas display that's covered in like store-bought food <laughs> yeah. that they said they made with the pasta maker. Dan, I think you're right. I think they checked a box with throwing it to Jen. She's not helping anything out. She's obviously not Nancy or Ron. They're selling this product. Yeah, She's there as a, as, as some sort of casualty of, I think something else. Yeah. She might've been, or maybe she was there against her will. We don't know. Maybe family. Maybe the whole audience was there against their will. You know what? No. Did you see how many of them have have juicers at home? Come on. How many people in my audience have vegetable juice extractors at home? You know, <laughs> that, you know was, that many juice that so juicer good. owners at home and and not be there on your on your own accord. Wow. I think there's a special place in hell for the per first person that raised their hand for the juicer. That's just that excited to be involved. There's nachos. Those are my favorite. Yeah, there, there's definitely some great hand raising. I think when we talk about the audience interaction too, it's not just testimonials of the people on stage. Nancy going into the crowd. How can chocolate pasta taste good? Like Bob Barker style, just getting in there, getting the interviews, getting the bits, the one-liners. What about that the was price? Nancy's best bit. Would you recommend this to anybody? I was You're like, let's get more not. Nancy in the audience. You know, mm -hmm. no balance. There was a lady who mispronounced ingredients that I rewatched 15 times. Ingredients. She says ingredients. Ingredients. Because she can't get her sentence right. It's not even that good. I feel so bad for it's, her. It's even weirder than that, yeah. Ingredients are fresh and there are no preservatives. Ingredients are fresh and there are no preservatives. I was like, <laughs> I went in. 22 minutes and that's ingredients. Okay. Yeah, that was good. Good. I don't want to get into part four because we got a special character showing up there, but oh. I feel like they, a couple people tried to do like an Italian accent, an Italian kind of style. Well, my and family are Italians, you know, so I'm going to buy my shoe for them. I think the ingredients, yes, ingredients fell underneath somebody trying some fucked up. It was like, weird because she was a ginger too, right? It wasn't like she was trying to say that she was Italian. Unless she's Northern Italian. Well, that's a good point. There was some Italian. And I was like, oh, they got some actual Italians here. And then they went back to a normal American accent. And I was like, who who greenlit them <laughs> to just start doing it? It's Inglorious Bastards. I, oh, I speak the third most Italian. Like I said, third best. Yeah. Like, I don't speak any Italian. I speak the third. Like, it's, it's basically that. It's It's the best... Margarita. It's the best language to make fun of, the best culture to make fun of, and the best to be like, I think I know a little bit, so I'll be an expert. You know what a Fugazi is? Mm. Fugazi. It's a uh, fake. Yeah, Fugazi, Fugazi. It's a wazi, it's a woozy, it's a. I eat spaghetti, I do this a little stuff. Fettuccine yeah. Alfredo. Oh, a little mozzarella, some gabagol. Forget about it, everybody. <laughs> but seriously, we're having a lot of fun here. Just make sure you extrude your pasta. Push the button down to extrude. Extrude. Jesus. It was the, is there a button? You have the extrude button over yeah, here. There's only three settings. There's mix, off, and extrude in that order. Yep. Why is it extrude? Yep. There's got to be a better word. No, no, you got, you got to extrude it. Come on. Like, we all know how sausage comes out of these things. My new sausage-making attachment with spices and casings but included. But seeing this right here. Like a man. Ugh, I don't know. I, I think there's something more disgusting about weird pasta and carrot juice and shit than actually, like, pig parts getting grinded up something you're not telling me about the pig juice <laughs> yeah what's the thing the cutter the slicer what is it it's called a cutter i think it's cutter that's an automatic cut dude they the rigatoni's were coming out and they weren't cutting them. i was like dude cut them cut them yeah. like every every inch and a half cut them cut them but they weren't yeah fuck them the gnocchi i was like how don't even try that that doesn't even make sense gnocchi. Wait, 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 wait i got a problem with the pronunciation and gnocchi gnocchi <laughs> It's no secret that infomercials love to claim that the products they're pitching are award-winning, but let's not forget that they wouldn't have any of those fake awards without the hard work of the real stars of these infomercials. And that's why each week we hand out the Ronnies, our acknowledgement of the greatest moments and performances in these informative and supposedly objective works of art. Named in honor of the godfather and patron saint of TV pitchman, Ron Popeil. This feels like an extra special, like an after-school special edition of the Ronnies, where we're breaking down a Ron Popeil Ronnie. So some ground rules with this being a Ron Ronnies. Ron automatically technically already won every Ronnie, but we're doing this as a formality and going through each of the different awards to try to make it fair. I guess up front, congrats to Ron. Believe me, it's well worth it. Let's talk about the best value proposition. Our nominees, 
speed to delivery. You can make pasta with the Popeil automatic pasta maker in under three minutes. The way that he classifies it is different a few times. It's pasta in under three minutes. It is by the time you decide you want pasta to it on the table in under 10 minutes. By the time that you want to have pasta, oh, no decide to have pasta for dinner, you can be eating at the pretty, table pretty incredible. Minutes. It's so healthy. It's a healthy option because you know what's in that store-bought pasta with its ingredients listed on the side, okay? You know what's in there. I know everything that's in here, so it's all natural. It's very helpful. It's a great alternative to fast food, we heard. I think it's wonderful for people like me that don't really cook because a lot of times we eat out at fast food restaurants, and what it does is allows us to eat healthy. Mark, I know that you really enjoy the ability to pump in your own fresh-squeezed carrot juice into You know it. something? It always amazes me how you can get juice out of a carrot. That sounds great. Spinach juice gets a lot of pump in here. Spinach juice. The fact that you don't have to use egg yolks, okay, guys? I know you're cholesterol conscious. Good for you. A lot of people are concerned about cholesterol. What if you don't want an egg? Now you don't have to use eggs. I know everything that's in here, so it's all natural. It's very helpful. A little spinach juice. Precious and inexpensive. Allows us to eat healthy. Ingredients are fresh, and there are no preservatives. Guys, you can't mess this up. You can't make any mistakes with this machine. Anyone can do it. You can't mess this up. It's so simple a child could do it. The kids could do this too, but now... The simplicity. And that's all there is to making pasta. Because all you do is you dump a bunch of shit in. Dump it in. You turn on the cement mixer. The mix mode is over here. Mm -hmm. Just push that button up, and it's in a mix mode. You flip the switch from the one setting to the other setting. Push the button down to extrude. And then you have pasta that's too long if you don't cut it quick enough, depending on the cut of pasta that you have. That's an automatic cutoff. For me, it's a big three between speed, health. Now you don't have to use eggs. Simplicity. Was it difficult to what you did right I now? I think that I'll go through all of them pretty quickly. Speed pasta is stupid. Stupid is stupid does. Because that's the <laughs> selling point for all of these products. Randy's gonna show you the secret to getting a body like this in just 20 to 30 minutes, three times a week. And that's how they hook a lot of people with a lot of these infomercial products, especially the cooking. Isn't that nice? It's stupid. Everything always takes longer than you think. Nothing is ever as simple as it sounds, is it? That one's over, so no. Nancy said that, but she was surprised when she went through it. I don't know if you saw that. There's actually an infomercial where she, oh. But this is gonna round out because it's so healthy and sh sure if you have a limited amount of pasta it's healthy it's stupid are you stupid or something he made it different colors that's fun i think that might have been the most fun part of the whole thing is that they were different colors great if i want spinach not only do i get color i get a lot of the nutrients from spinach I, mine's <laughs> got to be anyone can do it because anyone can make pasta it's as simple as that and the steps involved are pretty similar but i mean you could just do it in a mixing bowl and it might be more fun I kind of wish they had the comparison of how hard it is, like, because that's kind of yeah. the other, like, standard infomercial. Yeah, that would have been great. That they didn't do because this is in the in invention center or whatever it is. So it's a little bit more buttoned up where they, you know, what the problems are. Come on, this is Ron. He's fixing your life. If they showed, like, Grandma Patrati, you stood at the pasta. Oh, no. And she couldn't do it. The pasta's so hard to make. I need a cement mixer in my kitchen instead to deafen my family. Yeah. That's and that's where the production isn't quite as fun because it's like See? you could have had the cut black and white cutaways. Grandma, yes. Your arthritic grandmother is is cannot do this anymore, right? Like you can't do it anymore. They had no fun with it. The family's getting larger. You got to cook more pasta. Yeah. Like, yeah. I have five children at home. Two are football players, and they eat pasta every day. That whole thing. Yeah. Yep. Get a grinder going while you're doing the testimonial. And I'll blow the audio out. You're good to go. Shut those machines down. Can we turn off the machines? Turn off all these machines just for a second. Spaghetti, turn them off. Yeah, let's okay. turn them off right in the middle. Button right there. Right there. Okay. Now Mark, are you a simplicity guy or, or where are you leaning? Yeah, so kind of like Dave going through them, I can't actually talk about the speed because actually I got a nice story that my mom told me about the speed. So that's... This is it? I really think I have to lean in the direction of the ease. It's so easy. A child can do it. Of anybody can do it sort of thing just because he keeps talking about ron keeps talking about how you can't mess as simple as that can't mess this up and and nancy's like i don't want to goof this on national television can i goof it up on television can't mess this up you cannot make any mistakes and it's like drilled into your brain i'm like you won't goof it up you could totally mess this up you've already messed up pasta by putting <laughs> fucking carrot juice in it yeah, carrot 
juice flavor in there. Like you can mess this up, it up six ways a Sunday. So you can mess it up. You could put more olive oil or inundate this frying pan with some olive oil. What do they say? Salad oil on the thing and <laughs> on one of the chirons down there. It was like, it's bullshit. You can mess this thing up. A lot of chiron in this one. Good call. Yeah. So, legit yeah. chirons. Wait, I forget about these categories. Are they hating on? Is it? The worst or the best? Because whatever feels Dump right. Dump it in. It's a half load right in there. I think it, it vacillates yeah. week to I week. With my heart. Well, this this is the worst best. So yeah, yeah. Easy, 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 easy. Yeah. Pretty simple. Oh. Can't make any mistakes with this machine. Simple as this. It's as simple as that. Pretty simple. And that's all there is to making pasta. I'll be honest. I bagged you guys a little bit on this because the real value proposition is the value proposition. But how much does it cost? What is the price? Are you going to tell us? After his announcement that it's just going to be four easy payments of $39.99, the... Hold it, Ron. That they tag him and Nancy with every time that they say the price. Hold it, Nancy. I have a theory on why this is done. And I don't think it's because they dropped the price shortly after they recorded. I think the point was they wanted the people in the audience to go home and get a better deal than they heard. Well, we do have a limited supply, so. Or in case those people had spread the word for what this is gonna be once it hits if air. You promise to tell a friend about it so we can get some word of mouth advertising. He's also more than happy to have an additional 40 bucks lopped off just to have that extra pop when it finally got on air. Yeah, that makes so. sense. We could be figuring out Ron's kind of strategy in general. If you go inside the mind of Ron Popeil, he's losing his mind. And I'm reaping all the benefits. Yeah, I would. It would be interesting to watch some of his others to see if those similar techniques pop up, right? If you went to go buy a car at a car dealership, they already know what they can knock off that car once you step into that place. Uh, I don't know about that because last time I bought a car, he had to go talk to his manager, and then after he talked to him, he was able to take off an extra five grand and include oil changes. So I'm sorry. I think you might be a little bit off base there. I meant the manager can knock it off. No, Ron knows he can knock that ten. 10 bucks Ron, Ron is the manager. He is the manager. He can make all the calls. I am the coach. I'm the coach and I'm the point guard. I'm the two forwards, the center, and I'm the other guard. In the entire organization. This is built in. This is this is built into the entire operation. It's $29.99. That's great. Well, I do think that the simplicity based on the voting public in this country is the true winner. But Ron wants to make you know that you're getting great value for your money. They get down into the price per pound, and Nancy, you know, almost dropped the lung when she found out how much people were paying for fresh pasta. Eight ounces, three dollars and seventy-nine cents. That's, that's a lot of that's money. That's about seven dollars and forty cents a pound. When they explore the the table of packaged pastas that they have in the invention center, because every invention center needs packaged pastas. So it's so simple, child could do it. You can't mess it up. Congratulations. This thing is ever as simple as it sounds, is it? As simple as that. Push the button down to extrude. Ooh. Pretty simple. That's very, very easy. You cannot make any mistakes, and that's all there is to making pasta. Oh, gosh. Best testimonial. There are a lot of testimonials. A bunch of them are unnamed, which is a little bit unfortunate. If there was a name or a font given to my favorite, the, the lady who mispronounced ingredients, is, ingredients, I would really be pounding the table for her to potentially be up there. There were the, the mothers, the grandmothers who have a number of kids, a number of grandkids that they would love to show off their new toy so, to. Uh, I cannot wait for them to come over and show them the new toy. Their nightly dinner of pasta for that are so impressed by just the the variety, be different pasta every night. You don't eat the same thing every night. It's a variety of the pastas. That's so important. You're not eating the same thing every night. Fucking flour, eggs, and oil. It's the same thing every night. Care how much carrot juice you put in. But our named testimonial. So I'm not going to go into the details of who these people are, but I, I will name them as they are fonted in the order that they are fonted within the infomercial. First nominee is Jan Lazar from Alberta, Canada. Hi, I'm Jan Lazar, and I'm from Red Deer, Alberta, Canada. Greg Bailey from Cleveland, Ohio. Greg Bailey from Cleveland, Ohio. Linda McLeod, who is originally from Charleston, West Virginia. Franca Paganucci from Florence, Italy. Franca Paganucci. And my gosh, and where are you from originally? Florence, Italy. 
and Terry Scott from Kewanee, Illinois. I'm Terry Scott. Where are you from, Terry? Kewanee, Illinois. You played JVs before Varsity, right? Let's do the JV game first. Let's keep it to, to Jan, Greg, and Lydia first. Wait, which one's Greg? Greg is the African-American gentleman from Cleveland who thinks it is fantastic and is definitely going to buy oh, uh, a pasta maker. I love that guy. He was pretty good. Yeah. He would be my pick among the JVs. You guys, you want to look like Greg Bailey? Because... It was that shit-eating grin he had on his face. He was like, yes, pasta's great. It's just... it's great. This you is like really it? great. I can't believe I made this. I got to go with him. And he gets up on stage, and he's loving that. He's, yeah. I think he's front and center. He's got a nice little mustache going. <laughs> yeah, that's my guy. He's really great. Jan is the one who doesn't cook and thinks it's amazing. I don't cook, and this is amazing. And Lydia thinks it's fantastic and can't believe how easy it is. Just to give you a little bit of their their frames of reference. I know those are big differentiators for how they really feel about the product. I'm pretty sure those lines were scripted. What? They You don't think that was just their heart and soul being poured out on tape, David? And there were paid actors in this, David? They were not paid and they were not actors. From a production but... standpoint, it's just still <laughs> weird. Like you're gonna put 30 people in an audience and 10 of them have a scripted line. It's very weird. And they're not good lines. I don't think they were scripted. I think they were heavily coached. I think they were said, hey, here's your list of answers when Nancy asks you what you like. Yeah. You can say that you think it's fantastic. You can say you think it's fantastic and you can't believe how easy it is. You can say that you don't cook and you think it's fantastic. It might be easy as this right here. It's like, hey, do you like this product? Yes. All right. Can you just on this camera and just say how much you like it and do that? And but it, sure. Would you? Yeah. The chocolate pasta was great. I really liked it. <laughs> I liked the chocolate pasta. Oh, yeah. That's great. Yeah, perfect. Let's go with that. So, no. The they, thing that would be great to see. They were led. Yeah. They, were, they were led like you were talking about before, Dan. Yeah, there's definitely some subliminal messaging for how the, the questions were asked by Nancy, which is one of my favorite things. Like, you've never made pasta before, have you? Uh, none of you have ever made homemade pasta before. Am I correct? Oh, I haven't made pasta before. That's right. You haven't, you haven't made pasta before. You want to give me your money. You don't need your money. Give me your money. What about the price? You're doing great. I look okay. Oh, in other words, would you recommend this to anybody? You would. You're nodding your head right now. And she's like, oh, what? Would you recommend this to anybody? You're sitting here nodding. Would this be something you want to have sure. in your home? Just very walking them to. Yeah. Dude, you're in a studio with 80 people and they're all looking at the same thing. What are you going to say? No. How many of my like audience pressure. have, a, how many people in my audience have a vegetable juicer? How many people in my audience have vegetable juice extractors at home? I do. I do. I do. Every I do. Hand. Yeah. That's a weird group of people. I don't know anyone who owns a juicer. Unless it was shipped as a bonus component of their magic bullet and it's in their junk drawer. The bullet juicer. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they don't use it. They don't display it with their personal versatile countertop magician. Countertop magician? We've come to know it as the magic bullet. Outstanding. Greg is definitely, feels like the one who I would have thought would say that he didn't cook. I was definitely profiling him as a non-cooker just because Jan and Lydia look like every mom looked in 1994. And I just picture every mom in 1994 only cooking. Did that seem weird to you guys? That every woman that was here, and you know, I'm sure this is, you know, not a very woke take, but that every woman on this infomercial said that they never cooked? Never? Yeah. You never, never it, cooked anything? That's why it felt scripted. Because it was like, the, one of the lines, I wrote it down, it was, I don't cook, comma. Wait till my husband finds out I bought this machine. Oh, it's wonderful, and I'm not a cook. Wait till my husband finds out I'm going to buy this machine. I don't cook. Wait till my husband finds out I bought yeah. this machine. That's like something that would be on the back of an oatmeal Ooh. box in 1960, like as a cartoon. You know what I mean? Like an ad that Don Draper wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and people, you know, and not a good one. You know, doesn't cook. Yeah. She'll cook this. Yeah. What? <laughs> like your husband's gonna be so excited that you started cooking. Oh. You know? <laughs> very, very weird. I'm pretty excited about it. No, this entire thing is a stereotypical sales pitch. It's I was reading stuff online and I don't know if anybody got here, but it was white older male sermoning to white women. Yeah. It was like a it was like a <laughs> sermon. It was like a televangelist sort of thing. I'd make the case that. These women who can't cook are without faith and they need someone to tell them to do something. And there's a whole influential piece that he brings to this table. I want to invite all the congress down front here to the church of Brother Ron Bopio. Ron, we have many souls that are lost today who are not folks that cook that cannot. 
make pasta in the comfort of their own homes. They can't spray on toupees on the backs of their heads. They have lost sight of what is most important. Brother Ron, please show them the light. Yeah, Ron's ego definitely supports that. And I'm not even really challenging Ron because I'm I'm not going I'm not ha- I'm not having that fight, you know. You don't want to get smoked? No, I don't. I, don't, I do not. He's gonna beat you with two hundred million bucks there, yeah. brother. But he I have the money, the money is mine. He's got more money than nickelback. That feels true. That feels right. Dan never got to mine. Mine's Lydia because she's formerly or originally from a, a place that She's very proud of, and she won't talk about where she's from. So I, I love her. She's my favorite. I'm Lydia McLeod, originally from Charleston, West Virginia. Where do you live now, Lydia? I mean, I think it's fantastic. I can't believe how easy it is. So it's as simple as that. That's our, our JV. So of, of the junior tough, class, yeah. good for them. They're all kind of fighting it out. Wait till my husband finds out I'm going to buy this machine. The top two. Franca Paganucci. Originally from Florence, Italy. Nancy makes sure to, to ask her, oh, and where are you from originally? And my gosh, and where are you from originally? Florence Italy. So I have an issue with this because <laughs> they lead into the pasta making segment with, you've never made pasta before, have you? All right, you've never made pasta before. And everyone says, I never made pasta before. And then they go to Franca Paganucci. And she's like, you must know all about this. And she's like, yep. And I was like, wait a minute. Uh, you bullshit and i also thought that having someone from florence italy on a pasta maker infomercial is just like having a doctor on a health and fitness or a supplement infomercial. it gives you the same kind of results as you get from nautilus equipment it's like this is this is your expert okay really we got an italian they'll tell you all about yeah. the past yeah, yeah. it's like oh she says the past is good I'll take one. Can you believe that Ron doesn't grill her? Like, what, he was just like, Nancy's got this one. He's smoking a cigarette, you know? Seems like it would be important to him. You think that got cut because Ron went too Maybe. hard? Maybe. Like, he wanted to know what village in Florence, like, you know, who did your parents <laughs> vote for? What side of the war were they or she on? couldn't talk over the motor. You know that question's a microaggression. Borderline <laughs> racist when you ask where are you from because of how somebody looks and sounds. This is another microaggression on Ron. Dave, you called him Ron Pompey before? And he goes, he goes well, well, why don't you, you go, go tell Ron, Ron Pompey that? that. Pompey that. Pompey that. that. That's he right, could yeah. sell this pasta maker way better if he was Ron Pompey. Just definitely. <laughs> How do you say it? Popeil. Popeil. It's Pompeil. Yeah. Oh, we got to change this up. We got to get him to be more like Vesuvius. Oh, baby. Margarita. So Franca is. That's mine. This one's mine. You can't have it. She's bringing some heat. Mm. But I think he's the star of the show. Terry Scott from Kewanee, Illinois. I'm Terry Scott. Where are you from, Terry? Kewanee, Illinois. He makes Cajun linguine. Cajun linguine. And they close the show with him. He yeah, the last shot. Bet your ass they do. Is him laughing at himself? Nancy leads him with, does it taste as good as you thought it would? And he hits her with a much better I do it with my own two hands. I can't believe this. And he <laughs> That's has, a crazy take. His fucking cartoon eyes bulging out of his head. Oh, it's much better than I thought it would be. <laughs> and I did it with my own two hands. I can't believe this, I'm telling you. <laughs> Neither can anybody else. <laughs> I don't blame him. You know, it's pretty incredible. I feel like they found him at the VFW and he was the only guy who was still awake. So like, guy, hey, grab him. Grab Terry. He'll fucking do it. Terry's ready to fucking talk. Terry loves pasta. He had three plates for breakfast, dude. Yeah, that's why he's still awake. Soaking up them Millers. He's good. And he was fucking great. I wanted to see just Terry and Ron. Like, if you could just do Pitching Intense with Terry and Ron, if they had their own podcast, I mean, we can produce it. That would be something that I would watch and listen to for days, weeks, and years. Because, one, I don't think there's two less similar people on Earth. Terry Scott from q Illinois. Or multi-millionaire, pitch man, inventor, well, viceroy of value, smooth criminal, Ron Popeil. But Terry's yeah. the guy. If anyone on this got me to be like, all right, I'll fucking buy one. You guys, you want to look like Terry Scott? It would be Terry's eyes popping up. Cajun linguine. Cajun linguine. <laughs> well, Terry speaks to our sensibilities, our magic bullet kind of <laughs> sensibilities, because nachos, anybody? Uh, That's some bullet. He kind of comes in. And sh- he seems self-aware, right? Like, or he seems like he can challenge the formula of this particular infomercial. And nobody else really 
does. Terry's alone in that he seems loose and ready to go. And he's not that great in his first take. Oh, it's incredible. When I think he's on stage, right? And they're like, what are you making? Cajun pasta. Cajun linguine. But you clock him as, mm, I'm going to be paying attention to that guy. And then some some brilliant editor or someone was like, can we just put this, can we tag him in at the end? Like, <laughs> I'm making pasta. I can't believe this. Like, wait, wait a second. <laughs> I can't believe this. I'm telling you. My ex-wife would never believe this shit. Yeah, who's making pasta now, baby? There he is. Get out of here. Kicks late, don't worry about it. In my magic bullet dream casting. The magic bullet. Dreamcast. Terry Scott plays Berman. Okay. Mm. Well, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but hey, that tastes great. Not like vegetables at all. Yeah. Then we could have a real situation on our hands. Could Terry have played Hazel instead? Din is always a production. Walking into the heater. Sure. Don't you say muffins? Did somebody say muffins? Stinky nasty garlic. Stinky. <laughs> yeah. Nasty. Yes. So yeah, Terry's definitely my pick. I'll take him any 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 way you got him. Yeah, he he's like our carryover champ. He is. Terry does. He fits a void that I don't think we hit yet. Is he's the recipient of the pasta? I don't cook, and this is amazing. When his wife or spouse makes it for him, so you needed you needed the recipient. You needed the you need the Italian that says, "Oh, this is a way better process than this." You needed the person that is on the run and needs to make quick pasta. And they kind of cover it all with these personas that they put out here. My last thing about Terry, and I got Franca winning over Terry because it's, I love the token Italian, but Terry, when asked about the Cajun linguine, he's like, it looks, it looks magic or something like that. It looks magic. After he saw it, and I'm <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah this yeah, is a guy that. that just like, he loves the look of pasta. He's gonna eat it. He's gonna be so happy by it. So I, yeah, Terry, Terry's a good pick, but Bronco wins. He believes in magic for mm -hmm. sure. I'm team Terry. Dave, do you want I'm, to I'm Terry. Bronco lost me with her fake accent. Making Our Lady from Florence and lemon pepper pasta. And it smells so good. Just, I can smell it from here. Oh, she switched accents. Oh. This, so this might be some, you might not have actually caught it though. She's actually from Florence, Italy. I'm Franca Paganucci. And my gosh, and where are you from originally? Florence, Italy. So you, like it was, you should probably go back, like check the Chiron because it, it actually mentions it on there that she's from Florence. So you, you probably just missed that part. So it's definitely an authentic Italian accent from Florence, actually. Well, Terry tells it like it is, I think. <laughs> That's also the name of Terry's podcast, uh, is Terry Tells It Like Oh, it's much better than I thought it would be. <laughs> so congrats to Uncle Terry Scott. I'm Terry Scott. Where are you from, Terry? Kewanee, Illinois. All right, how do you like this machine? Oh, it's incredible. Right. I bet you never thought it would be this easy to make something. What do you make? Cajun linguine. Cajun linguine? Cajun linguine. Looks good, doesn't it? Looks magic. Oh, it's much better than I thought it would be. <laughs> I did it with my own two hands. I can't believe this. I'm telling you. Neither can anybody else. <laughs> I don't blame them. You know, it's pretty incredible. We're on to best leading question. So the way that Nancy and Ron both continue to work throughout this infomercial, kind of like the, the Kevin Neal and Subliminal Man, so easy chocolate do it. But this is something that, you know, if you want delicious pasta, it's so easy chocolate do it, you can't mess it up. That, you know, pasta, sometimes it's cupcakes, so easy chocolate do it, you can't mess it up. But all you have to do is just put your grits in, so easy chocolate do it, you can't mess it up, you're not going to mess it up. And you're not going to mess it up. Is that nice? Well, I'm not going to mess this up. <laughs> this is going to be pretty great. But they also, you know, amazing folks? in the testimonials, they really, they know the answers they want. And this is the point for me where it's, it's not scripted because it didn't have to be. They're asking questions that only lead to one possible answer, which is how you do it, right? It's card stacking. It's 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 one on one. You get the answers you want when you ask questions like, "How many people in my audience have vegetable juice extractors at home?" How many people in my audience have vegetable juice extractors at home? And goes up a lot of, "What do you think, folks?" What do you think, folks? When they're talking about their chocolate pasta, how can chocolate pasta taste good? How can Chocolate pasta tastes good. No, I know it tastes good. Put some whipped cream on it, Ron. Come on, what am I? Put on my ice cream. What about the price? What about the price? I love that one when the woman's reaction to that unnamed blonde close crop mom eye roll just. It's the best part. That's the best part. <laughs> okay. So we know what she would have voted for in Best Value Prop. You never made pasta before. None of you have ever made homemade pasta before. Am I correct? Statement question. I bet you never thought it'd be this easy to make something. <laughs> bet you never thought it would be 
be this easy to make something. <laughs> That's a low bar. The one that we'll cap it at because I think this is the one that I really enjoyed. This was asked by Nancy. Is it really is an exciting pasta maker, isn't it? It really is an exciting pasta maker, I would isn't take it? The top one, and not just because it's the top one, but how many people in my audience have vegetable juice extractors at home? That delivery comes in at a great time because I think it's like right when Ron starts to open it up a little bit. I'm just saying, let it out. Give it some air, man. Play with it. And that might be the first time he addresses the audience. <laughs> what a insane way to address the audience for the you first guys, time. You guys, you want to look like Randy? He's going off on his thing, and then everyone's kind of like, all right, this guy's kind of wacky. I'm, I kind of love this guy. And how many people in my audience have ju juice extractors at home? <laughs> the relief it. he gets from opening up and also the kind of fear that happens at the same time is you can't beat that in these infomercials, I think. So I would pick that. The multiple mentions of the chocolate pasta, also good. I'm going to have some children come up and make some chocolate pasta. You're making the chocolate pasta. Yeah. How can chocolate pasta taste good? I, I actually at first didn't think it would, but it does. Because does it? Yeah. why not like a chocolate bagel? You know, who the fuck eats chocolate pasta after? Obviously teenagers. Teenagers. Yeah. Really teenagers, yeah. Sure. Would you? Yeah, the chocolate pasta was great. I really liked it. <laughs> I liked the chocolate pasta. <laughs> No, they eat regular every pasta, man. They eat every night. They pasta. play football. Yep. It's crazy. They eat pasta every day. Mark, what do you, you got? You got to keep in mind, everybody here was held hostage. So. <laughs> everybody be cool. This is a robbery. You can't actually get a real it's answer. Stockholm on anybody syndrome on tape. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got to say, you've never made pasta before. Uh, none of you have ever made homemade pasta before, no, am I correct? Nobody really has. Why would that matter? And why are you trying to fix something when someone's like, you know what is missing in my life? Not being able to make pasta that would never came up so this is good job by ron to fill a void that didn't exist yeah that's the the pull peel magic mm -hmm. you're gonna make it my way yeah just never cut right. the rigatonis yeah. off the thing just yeah. let it i really like you never made pasta before but it really is an exciting pasta maker isn't it, it really is an exciting pasta maker isn't feels it feels like the weirdest thing someone would say because it makes me wonder if there are less exciting pasta makers that she's like going through the Rolodex in her brain like well that one sucked and Nancy did say she's looked into pasta makers. I will tell you I'm fascinated obviously I would like one and I've looked at them in the past and you know they've often come somewhere around $300 it's just too much money to spend on a pasta maker at least for me it is. It cost close to $300 which is a little bit pricey for her which is you know fair criticism. But I wish at that point she'd like kind of teed this up for later and be like, and they were also very boring. And then I was able to bring it home. Now this, this pasta maker, I could groove to that grinding yeah. noise. That's a very we'll nice give it a tap like that. Back to our idea of having a little more fun with this is like, that would have been a perfect opportunity to, it really is an exciting pasta maker, isn't it? Oh gosh. Let's get some B-roll of some unexciting pasta makers in black and white. Like, where's that at? Like trying to clean them and things not working yeah. and having a hard time mixing the shit. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like if, if you're putting in the, the meter and time to mention it two or three times, like let's really beat it up. Like, let's really beat up the bad pasta makers. It's as simple as that. Or what if they made this more exciting and it also had, like, a lighting element, like, for your room? Yeah. Like, uh, or maybe it came with a red and white checkered tablecloth to make it feel extra authentic. Wait, the Spanish and English cookbook doesn't do it for you? Like Ron's fake Italian apron he's wearing? Come on. It's real Italian apron. He got it from Franca. You didn't see that. That was in the, the director's oh, okay. commentary. Yeah, I missed that. Franca brought that from, from Florence, Italy. Dave, I don't know if you caught it. He's actually... She's from Florence originally. She's here now. Where are you from originally? From Florence, Italy. Franca Paganucci. <laughs> and yeah, she never made pasta before, but she knows all about pasta. And I wish they maybe asked her some more leading questions. Like, when did you get here? I was very curious about yeah. that. I understand that you're from Florence, but is this your first stop yeah. at yeah. the Invention Center? And her cousin is Pizza Hut Ciabatta Roll. <laughs> Chabella. Oh, forget about it. I don't think there's the clear winner here. I think the concept of only asking leading questions is our winner, and there are no losers. Is that amazing, folks? That nice? From scratch? From, does that sound great? That nice? What do you think, folks? Bet you never thought it would be this easy to make something. That nice? It really is an exciting pasta maker, isn't it? How can chocolate pasta taste good? I what do you think, folks? Best pasta option 
presented by Ron. So early on in the show, minute 30 in, he claims thousands of pastas. Thousands of different varieties of pasta. And he lists, for some reason, this incredible grouping of potential pastas. I'm guessing because these are the ingredients they had on set, but he kind of gets a little bit loose with a couple of them. So guys, I want you to tell me from Ron's prescribed list, what is your preferred pasta? The nominees are Indian curry pasta, lemon pepper pasta, Southwest chili pasta, wild mushroom pasta, corn pasta, sour cream and onion pasta, artichoke and butter, Italian ricotta, Russian borscht, summer fruit pasta, French champagne pasta, Hungarian paprika pasta, Polish pierogi pasta, spicy Cajun pasta, oriental noodles, and the last one was even soup noodles. You can barbecue it, boil it, broil it, bake it, saute it, days on shrimp kebabs, shrimp creole, shrimp gumbo, pan fried, deep fried, stir fried, pineapple shrimp, lemon shrimp, coconut shrimp, pepper shrimp. Guys, what's your preferred pasta? Huh? They're all bad. Uh, soup noodles, because it's the least... Soup noodles. It's the most generic. All the other things are... Corn pasta. It's blasphemous pasta. <laughs> and I, I, you've heard me before. Hear me again. It is not something you put into your pasta you're making. French champagne pasta. If you want to put it on top of it, if you want to try some stuff with sauces, go for it. And now I'm going to show you how to make my... Uh... Clam sauce. Can we turn off the machines? Great. But in the pasta, it's like if you're making a hamburger and yeah. be like, oh, let's make a bacon bun for this hamburger because we want bacon on our burger. No, it's multiple. Just put it on the burger, lay it over it. So soup noodles because that is vague. Take that for data. Because those actually exist? Yeah. All right, Dave, what do you think, pal? You won't goof it up. I'll try one of these pastas. I will give it the old college and I. Think. You can't make any mistakes with it. You know, I want to say lemon pepper or whatever the lemon one was, but kind of boring. Lemon pepper pasta. So I will try. I'll try the Cajun pasta. Cajun linguine. Let's do a Cajun pasta. Let's try it. I want to have a good Cajun pasta. I want to have a good experience. And I want to have a good time. But seriously, we're having a lot of fun here. It, Dave, you know the Cajun is in the pasta. Yeah, I know. I know. It's not I've in the sauce. I thought about this already. I know. Cajun is in the pasta? They're in the computer? I'm saying I'm being open to this. You know, I think we should all be open yeah. to this now. Moment of vulnerability? That's, Dave, that's very hashtag brave of you. If it's made by Terry Scott, are you more or less likely more. to want that? More. It looks magic. And now a question to both of you. Can you guess the one pasta that I made up that Ron did not actually say on the infomercial? Pierogies? No. He said the borscht. He said the borscht, borscht one. No, borscht and pierogies were different, right? Rods. No. Were they different, Dan? Dave got it. Polish pierogi pasta oh, was yeah. Dan's addendum. Dave Sandrini, you win this, Ronnie. Congratulations. First time on the show. Dave takes the Ronnie, sweeps the category with his choice of Terry Scott spicy Cajun pasta, and spotted the imposter pasta. Well done, Dave. Congrats to you. Can I do a little thank you speech? I would be disappointed if you didn't. I'd like to thank Terry Scott, who we're just going on our fourth date together. That's incredible. And we've been extruding nicely together. <laughs> Push the button down to extrude. We're on to best piece of the package. It's, uh, it's ready now. Shit that's thrown with the pasta maker. It's all these pasta making stuff, for the most part, unlike... Our friends of the magic bullet. That's some bullet. Where you get the anti-magic bullet. To the bullet blender. That would be like with the pasta maker if they also included a year's supply of Barilla with it. You're like, well, why? I, I said I didn't want Barilla pasta. Why'd you include a year's supply? Well, because you have it now because you called. Oh, forget about it. This They, they kind of keep in line. It's only things that lead to you getting more fresh homemade pasta. So easy a child could do it. It's so easy. Child can do it. The options are the 12 different dyes and shapes, including angel hair, vermicelli, spaghetti, linguine, fettuccine, egg noodles, lasagna, macaroni, rigatoni, gnocchi, cookie dye, and bagel dye. One package of semolina flour, one pasta fork, one measuring cup, $100 worth of coupons. You get $100 worth of coupons. One recipe book in both English and Spanish. 
and one instructional video cassette, crucial for gift givers. And if you promise to tell a friend, anyone who calls in the next 30 minutes gets my sausage making attachment with spices and cases included. You love making homemade sausages. What is the most impactful piece of the package? If I'm going to be nice, and I will be nice on this one. Thank um, you. The shapes is important. You can make different pasta. That's fine. And I can't help but see, look at the different shapes and the different colors. But let me go a little negative on everything else. The flour. What? The flour. Some gold metal flour over here. I don't need, I'm buying a machine. I don't need the flour. You get a package of semolina flour. A measuring cup. I'm buying the machine. I have a measuring cup. This one's mine. $100 worth of coupons. What is it? No, you need that. What is it for? Coupons. What is it for? I, I, I've seen disclosures on these things before. It's for absolutely nothing. Oh, gosh. <laughs> a recipe book. Obviously, at the time, the internet wasn't as prevalent as it is right now, but... What do you think, folks? What, what is, it seems like you can just do whatever you want with this thing. You can put whatever juice in it with whatever grain. Can I goof it up on television? You don't need a recipe with it. And I think instructional video, like, you saw you saw the thing, so yeah, I'm going with I'm going with the the dyes and the shapes. You get twelve different dyes and shapes. One quick thing on the flower, Mark, it's like an unmarked bag of semolina flour. You get a package of semolina flour. But when he makes his pasta at the beginning, he uses gold metal. Some gold metal flour over here. Like he uses name brand flour, then he sells you this shit generic flour that he found at a closed restaurant that they walked into that morning. I don't like that. Gold medal still in, still with us, and Ron Popeil still with us. Wait, is this an episode of Picking Flowers? Yeah, I had to go with my heart here, and I'm I'm with Mark. The twelve different dyes and shapes was that was the only thing where I thought I might be interested in the product. You get twelve different dyes and shapes. You're like, oh, I could make. What about the price? I can make a gnocchi. I could make gnocchi. Technically, tell it right. Like they got, you know. Oh, forget about. That's the only part that seems like it might work and I might like. Is that nice? The other things, the flower, I don't know. I get it. I get the measuring cup, silly. Coupons, that's fun. Recipe book, kind of weird that it was English and Spanish. The instructional video cassette. Yeah, I'm going with the different shapes and sizes. The other, everything else doesn't doesn't work for me. The one piece of pushback that I will have to you guys is it sounds like you obviously didn't watch the instructional video, which is available on YouTube. Oh, how was it? It's incredible. The best peak of the package, the 12 dies. Uh, what dies? What is that? Is that a thing? This is an actual... I don't know. It colors the pasta. You do regular Squid olive oil. Wait a minute. And, and that, yeah. A little spinach juice. So he called it the cookie dye. And he called it the bagel dye. Everything else he just called You get the, the cookie dye and you get I think the bagel we need to dye. send him an email. Well, it's the dyes and shapes. They did it. And I can't help but see, look at the different shapes and the different colors. And we did it. That's been another rousing edition of the Ronnie. So congratulations to Ron Popeil again for sweeping all the awards and all of our fake winners who we gave Ronnie's to out of respect for the show. You get 12 different dyes and shapes. The count of all things culinary. Most people call him the king of the kitchen. I, I ate a shitload of pasta, but I never thought about making any because... You can make pasta with Popeil Automatic Pasta Maker in under three I minutes. I didn't know how fast it was, so I guess I didn't pay good enough attention to the infomercial. It's uh, it's ready now. So that's where the, the story ended with me. Dave, for you, any personal love, any interaction with the pasta maker itself? No. The whole thing's a misstep for me. I'm a mark for this in that I would love to learn how to make pasta. Now, none of you have ever made homemade pasta before, am I correct? Just be a video. Yeah, it, or, <laughs> well, like, or a machine. I don't know how I could do this at home with any other machine. I'm into a machine that makes pasta, but it looks complicated. It looks heavy. It looks like the kind of thing that Mick and Mimi might put in that shelf in the cupboard you know what i mean outstanding to quote mark Padrati, it looks like a piece of shit i ate box pasta i made pasta later in life but it's just flat no for me Ooh, where are you from originally I'm just a little disappointed in ron in general and i know that's a little sacrosanct whoa, but there it is whoa. how much is a touch just uh touches a touch that's fine <laughs> dump it in we're not getting off on the right foot with with ron but that's okay i think He'd respect their honesty. Well, he can respect my honesty, is what he can do.
Are you kidding me? Mark, you teased it a little bit before. Can you please give us a true first person experience with the automatic pasta maker? People just like you. Absolutely. So as we all know, I'm a first generation <laughs> Ron Popio pasta maker. Is kid. that on your passport? Where are you from originally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very proud of it. So Is that amazing, folks? my mother was definitely one of the, the people that saw this and said, Hey, I got to cook for a couple kids and uh, let's make, oh, let's make some points. pasta. You know, the, 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 I have five children at home two are football players and they eat pasta every day. Would this be something that would you want to have in your home? Uh, definitely. Definitely. One of them is a cook. He's only 17 and he loves to these cook. Boys, so these might be football players that are going to be eating pasta every day. So <laughs> you might as well get a pasta maker. So my mom bought it. I think she was duped by Ron Popeil's charm. It's a half load right in there. My mom used it a couple times when we were kids and my dad claims my mom made this lemon pasta. Lemon pepper pasta. With like shrimp. And he's like, it's the best pasta I've ever had. And then she <laughs> never made it again. And when I talked to them this week about it, my dad's like, why didn't you make that for me again? I loved it. I told you I loved it. Lemon pepper pasta. And it smells so good. And she's just like, I don't know. It's like it wasn't on the top of their mind sort of thing. That's very, very easy. Come to find yeah. out. This is where, you know, my dad inserts himself. Dump it in. He says a piece of the plastic broke between the machine and the adapter you put on for the pasta. Can't make any mistakes with this machine. So this plastic piece broke on it and it held held the whole thing together. Well, it was like almost like a big nut that you'd like screw the, the thing onto. So it had like a, a threading and stuff to it. So it broke. You won't goof it up. Second or third time my mom used it. You can't make any mistakes with it. He was a manufacturer of molds and, <laughs> and plastics and all that stuff. So he wrote a letter to the company. In addition to that. Saying, and he took a photo of it. And he's like, he's like, hey, I see where the issue in this piece could be. It looks magic. I could do this for you. And he like made it like a business, a business thing that he could do. Whoa. And he sent it to them. And he's like, we can, we can mold this thing for you. And they never called him back. Dump it in. So yeah, it just kind of yeah. fell out of love with my family, even though it was one of the best pasta meals my father's ever had. And he's the Italian part of the family. So. How much is a touch? Just a uh, touch is a touch. That's fine. I knew Ron was going to disappoint all of us. We can send letters. Let's do it. Sounds like it didn't extrude properly. You have the extrude button over here. I don't think it did. Maybe your mom missed the part where he said that you can't oh. mess it up. You yeah. cannot make any mistakes. They can't. You can't mess it up, but... We'll definitely mess it up for you. It's as simple as that. One other thing I found to be just kind of bizarre and really funny was that you could use your credit card if you had one. If not, no problem. Use a check. Just give us your bank account numbers. And I was like, if you have a credit card, then use it. If you don't, no problem. Now you can use your checking account just like a credit card. Just have your checking account number Whoa, ready. Whoa, is this call. the first? Like, is this why they invented debit cards? Because people were getting their bank accounts robbed from the Rompo Peel ads? Yeah, I bet it is. Just that they flash that up there. Have, don't have a credit card? No problem. So, whoa. Well, it's, I mean, well, it's kind of a problem. I don't know. Credit cards are really easy yeah. to get. I mean, they um, had a graphic for the check <laughs> when they said, oh, you can write a personal check from your checking account. Like, they went through. They, they did some work. On that graphic, they have the part of the check circled with a giant red oval of where your account number is. So you're ready to give it to the phone operator when you call now. Well, we do have a limited supply. So when you see the 800 number on the screen, please call it. All right. Before we go, guys, the elephant in the room is goddamn sausage. You love making homemade sausage. So we have to talk about the sausage before we leave. The sausage attachment is included, as we mentioned, but it feels like it's kind of a mistake. It's a separate product. They list out all the sausages that they recommend you can make. Chorizo, Italian, kibasa, bratwurst, liverwurst, knockwurst, bangers, breakfast, hot dogs, beef sticks, turkey, chicken, pork, veal, venison, elk, salmon, shrimp, tuna, and vegetable. Vegetable sausage? But they show you and take time out of these precious 22 minutes how to make salmon sausage. Let's show you how to make fresh salmon sausages. Yeah, salmon sausage, guys. You're welcome. 
don't even know what to do with salmon sausage. I don't. No, this is crazy. This is the crazy part of it. This is where <laughs> yeah. they started just going nuts because what sausage is, is bullshit packed together, <laughs> pushed out of a machine. And just... they show you how the sausage is made. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, this is what we got. Throw it in there. Do this. And the fact that they want to obviously shit all over pasta, and then they want to actually shit out sausage here. Place those chunks into your machine. It is such a stretch. It, it's ridiculous. But yeah, the best the best one's probably the uh, the vegetable one because- That doesn't make any sense. How would you do that? It's nowhere near the blasphemous sausage that they're trying to make in here. So I'm gonna say vegetable, cause it's not a sausage. Would you just like grind up the veggies to make yeah. it? I don't love it. I don't love any of it. Dave, I'm sorry that this is how we're closing the show, but it's important. I, I don't care about the ones they listed. I don't care. All I care about is what I saw, which is the salmon sausage. Salmon sausages. Which is incredible. <laughs> they demanded the visual be a salmon sausage. Of all the sausages yeah. listed, I can understand them all, even a veggie sausage, but I have never in my life seen a fish sausage. And is this the rare instance where where the crime is worse than the cover up? Yeah. Look what you get. No doubt. No, <laughs> that it doesn't. It doesn't. I've never seen it in cuisine ever. Russian horse pasta. And not in the good way. Yeah, it, it made me look up if Ron had a special fish filleting product or right. like a salmon beheading instrument it's the fishing invention of the century i could not find one doesn't mean they didn't try one they was leading towards here but god bless him you know what who the hell are we ron knows better than us come on let's we're gonna go i'm gonna go make some sausage yeah. mark go go try to make some lemon pasta that isn't actually gonna work because the machine's broken and dave i'm, I'm just happy for you and terry all, all the best to you both that, that that's beautiful congratulations congratulations to all of us i can't believe i made this Thank you all for tuning in. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, or follow on your preferred podcast medium. And for all things Call Now, visit callnowpodcast.com. And if you want to connect with the boys, you can find them at Call Now Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, or send them an email at callnowpodcast at gmail.com. And if you can't fight the urge to pick up the phone and call now, you can leave them a voice message at 617-356-7439. And if you call in the next 30 minutes, you might just be the next star of Call Now. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you tune in next time to Call Now.